Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. And thank you to Mental Brew for allowing me to use their music on the podcast here and there and everywhere. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited. It's the week of Thanksgiving. And even though it's been a shitty year, I really still love Thanksgiving because I love just the togetherness of being with family and friends. And even though I'm not going home, to see my family this year. I am spending it with my friends who are very much my tribe, my family. They're the ones I see on a day-to-day basis who just get me through every day, the struggle that is life, right? Speaking about the struggle that is life, I have got a great guest on the podcast today. I have Miss Amber Pace. She is a comic who works out of the Chico area, Chico, California. Hey man, Speaking of Chico, California, if you're in the area, I will be up there on Thursday, December the 16th as part of Jay Gonzo Presents A Very Kyrie Christmas, hosted by Josh Means, headlined, of course, by Mr. Kyrie Shabazz, and um, featuring Tina San Lucas, Logan Farr, and I think I am a special guest on that show. I think that's the whole lineup. Man, I hope that's the whole lineup. Anyway... Thursday, December the 16th, I'm in Chico. Come on out. I'm sure Amber will be there. And after listening to this podcast, you might want to meet Amber and tell her that you appreciate her for being on this earth and dealing with all the things that everyone is dealing with. Such a fucking crazy life, right? Hey, man. But on Thursday, look for a special episode of this podcast to drop. I, earlier today in the day, I hung out with a good friend of mine, Lindy West, and We recorded the first episode of the Beastie Boy series. We recorded our top five Beastie Boy records. And oh my gosh, we had so much fun um, talking, debating a little bit. We really didn't debate. Like we kind of like pros and cons when we finally got down to what we decided would be the definitive top five Beastie Boy records. We talked about all of the records we love. We talk about records that other people love. Well, albums, right? All Beastie Boy albums. And uh, we came up with a list that I think you will agree with, and it would be a good way to, if you're not a fan of the Beastie Boys, which you're probably not listening to this podcast if you don't like the Beastie Boys, in some way, shape, or form, okay? Anyway, how about you just enjoy this episode of the podcast. This is Amber Pace. Like her on Instagram. Follow her. Come see her when she's in a town near you. You will not regret it. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for existing. I gotta go. Bye. Amber Pace, how the hell are you? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Dude, we made it happen. I know. <laughs> it was, you know, there, I um, I don't want to do the one-on-one interviews over Zoom anymore. Yeah, that's really difficult. It doesn't feel as personal, does it? No, it does not. Yeah. Um, but when we do, I'm still doing like the top five ones over Zoom because that's like more of like a, an information sharing rather than a than a let's let's talk about it thing. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we were able to work it out. It was like we must have sent about a thousand text messages <laughs> trying to figure this out and then Yeah. Thankfully I got a hole in my schedule and and it worked out for me to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Um what the heck are you doing it so let's just set it up for everybody. Amber Pace is a stand-up comic based out of the Chico area. Mm-hmm. So for her to do shows in Sacramento is a big deal. Like she's down in Sacramento, right? Yep. What, go for it. What have you been up to? I um well, my day job, I own a cleaning and organizing business. So got the opportunity to have a cleaning and organizing job here. And um, so it's cool. Like I get to do my day, day job and then hit all the mics and shows that I can while I'm here. Wow, so it's like kind of like a, a working. It's not even a vacation because you're not taking any days off. So you just you're just like working remotely for the week. Yes, it's it's very nice. Uh, that's kind of the dream is to be able to 
go and clean and organize anywhere and just book shows wherever it is that I have jobs. How therapeutic is that, like cleaning and organizing for you? Because I think I have an idea it can be kind of therapeutic. It it can be. Um, I think uh, especially organizing. Yeah. Organizing is great because when you're working with a client, it's one-on-one. It's kind of like life coaching. Like you're getting to know them and how it is that they work and what would work best for them for them to keep their space as organized and clean for as long as possible. Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I do think it's really funny that... um, that I like clean spaces. That's that's my uh, name of my business is clean spaces. Uh-huh. And um, I have a very dirty mouth and dirty mind <laughs> at night. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that 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 helps you. Uh, that helps balance it out. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, have you had clients where like you like organized all their stuff and like X months later it's like back to the way they had it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very hard to. Um, change yeah like any any sort of change like because you have to like change your routine and how it is that you're doing things Mm -hmm. so you're able to maintain it for a while and then you know old habits die hard yeah yeah i i am not an i i am not good at organization at all i don't know if you could tell by looking around (laughs) um if you no, you're actually better than most no if you move anything a bunch of stuff is gonna fall from behind it (laughs) yeah but that's 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 how I that's how I roll. I don't know. That's Yeah. People like say, Oh, like your house must be so clean. I'm like, No, like I don't wanna come home and you don't do your my work job. Home? <laughs> I'm like, why would I wanna come home and do my job? And both of my kids work for me too, uh-huh. so they don't wanna come home and do their job. Yeah, yeah. So you who know? cleans your house? Um I will eventually be a house cleaner that has a house cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost like right at that like financial uh-huh. level. How did you end up getting into that? Did you have a friend that like had their own business and they said you should do it? Or did you, how, how did you lead up to this? I did not want to have a boss at all. Hear that. Um, and didn't want to work for anyone anymore or answer to anyone. Um and I just sat down and I'm like, what am I good at? Like, what can I start right now? And that's what I did. Awesome. And how yeah. long have you been doing it now? Uh, it's almost been, uh, it's been almost three years. Really? That I've been doing that. Yeah. How did the pandemic affect all that? Um, I would say I had about a two week lull and then people decided that cleaning was an essential service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the organizing, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's coming uh, on now. Like, that's something I just started doing. Okay, okay. Um, cleaning's very hard on your body. Uh-huh. Uh, so. Yeah, like a lot of bending and. A lot of bending, a yeah. lot of repetitive motion. And, uh-huh. Um, a lot of carrying things back and forth. Um, so I, I started looking at... Uh, like what else could I do? And and I'm actually really good at, at organizing. So okay. started adding that on and um it's a little more lucrative and I love I love working with clients and just like learning about them. It's like life coaching. Okay. You know. And how are you getting clients? Word of mouth? Word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth. Uh and I didn't do it on this last job, but you know, uh taking pictures and advertising too. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, yeah. that's cool. And what what made you start comedy? Because you haven't been doing comedy super long, have you? No, eight months. Oh, I was gonna say like if you said something like, "Yeah, I've been doing it eight years," I'm like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> no, it's it's been less than a year. Um, it had been on my bucket list to try, mm-hmm. and I was too scared. And my mom passed away in February, and Dude. I was like, you know, like you only live once, and uh, you should definitely do the things that scare you. Uh-huh. And of course you do it once and it's very addicting. So decided to go that route. <laughs> Man, what, uh, what, where did you go up? So the very first time you went up, um, where did you go up? And like, was it spur of the moment or was it something like you marked a date on a calendar and you started to get ready for it? Um, I went up at the lab in Chico, Chico. Uh-huh. and uh, had a friend that was doing comedy and... I was like, oh, like, 
that's really cool and went to see her several times and while I was doing that I was writing a set and uh, I I was like I was nowhere as near prepared as like I guess you would want to be but my mom passed away and it was less than a week later when I did my first set did your mom know that doing comedy was a dream of yours no 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 okay Mm-mm. wow so just less than a week later you got up yeah it was yeah like you just don't want to have any regrets yeah like, yeah i think you look back on your life and you're more disappointed in the things that you didn't try oh 100 percent, right and so it's been non-stop ever since then it has um you know, learning the ropes and and all of that. And the only way that, that you get better is uh, by being out of mic. Yeah. And Chico is, it's a small scene, but it's a mighty scene. It's And it seems really close-knit, like everyone knows each other. Everyone knows each other. That is, that uh-huh. is very true. And it is a very small, tight-knit uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I feel like we always have each other's backs. And, uh-huh. Uh, super encouraging. Uh, I think especially uh, the females on the scene. And that's what I appreciate about the sack scene as well, is that, yeah. that girls have each other's backs. Yeah, girls kind of took over. Uh, I don't mind <laughs> one bit. <laughs> that's cool. You know, but um, I think it just, uh, it kind of, like when we came out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. it seemed like the girls led the way, yeah. you know, and especially like even like, during the pandemic, like, I really think that, like, um, um, Heather Rogue was still killing it, oh, on, yeah. like, on the Zoom scene. And um, the Love Horrors were delivering content via, like, their video stuff. Yeah. You know? And then coming right out of the pandemic, like, you know, like, Ashley Monique, like, really hit big. And Sarah Dutcher, yes. you know? So, yeah, they've um, been really killing it. Yeah, and then, and you, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that girl from Chico. Did you grow up in Chico? No. Um, I grew up in the Reno Sparks area. Okay. But had family in the area. So, like, I would come here, like, for summers and Christmases. Got and, it. Got it. Um, after my divorce is where my dad was living. And he wasn't in a in a great living situation. So, I came here and got established. And my dad moved in with me. Oh, that's, I mean, I was going to say that's great, but I mean, the the situation sucks that led to it, but it worked (laughs) out, right? Yeah, it did. And how long has that been? So how long have you been in Chico now? Um, I have been in that area five years. Okay. Yeah. And how's dad doing? I know you lost mom and dad, dad's doing good. He's, uh, his health isn't great, but he's still kicking. Uh huh. Yeah, he's a he's a tough sob. Like he's too stubborn to die. <laughs> really, won't, he won't be going anywhere anytime soon. That's that's good. Um, what are the plans to stay in Chico or or to get somewhere else? Um, you know, I don't really know yet. Like comedy changed so many things for me. Um, like I would I would really hate to leave my scene, but you know, there's scenes everywhere. Um. My oldest daughter lives on the East Coast, mm. and I know that that's where, like, they'll eventually settle. Her husband's in the Army, uh-huh. uh, and her husband's family is uh, settled in Virginia, so, like, they'll always be back there, and I have three grandchildren, so... I don't get to see them as often as I would like to because we live, uh, you know, yeah, a continent yeah. apart. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. that You went to go see them recently, right? I did in yeah. September. And when was the last time you had seen them before that? I was like two years. Really? Yeah, because like the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and just finances. Uh, they've actually moved three times in, in like, like less than four years. Oh, wow. And they're about to move again. So they're moving from North Carolina to South Carolina. Uh, but they keep move, moving farther away each time. <laughs> like they started in Arizona and then, oh, jo- wow. and then Georgia and then North Carolina. I'm like, please don't move overseas. Yeah, because like Arizona, you can still make that drive. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I saw them a lot more often when they were closer, like yep. when it didn't take almost a whole day to fly to them. Yeah. I hate losing that whole day to travel. Yeah. 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 And like where their airport is. So like it's, it's an almost two hour drive for me to get to SAC and then fly there like seven, eight hours and then another hour and a half to where they live. Like it's a whole day affair. Wow. <laughs> But, man, I love the Sacramento airport. I used to hate yeah. flying until I moved to Sacramento. Now I love flying. Yeah. Where did you live before? I lived in Bakersfield. Okay. Heard of us? Yes. We're the Florida of California. <laughs> I used to drive through through you all the time because I lived in San Diego. So. Oh, okay. I, wait, wait. We skipped San Diego. Uh-huh. What's up? When did you live in San Diego? Oh, gosh. See, I was, uh, I was a Navy wife for 20 years. Oh. So we lived eight years. In, in Camp Pendleton? Um, or by? No. He well, Pendleton's was, the Marines, right? Yeah, Marines. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he had a couple of different duty stations, so like 32nd Street, and mm-hmm. um, he was never stationed at Miramar. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I would drive through the grapevine all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't miss Bakersfield. I miss uh, I miss the, the, the friends, of course, and the food, but yes. um, that's about all I miss. <laughs> um, never thought about settling in San Diego? Uh, no, just I'm not a beach person. Oh. So, you know. I know, you're all bundled up like it's 10 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I, I call this my, my uh, basic white girl outfit. Like, all all that's missing is the infinity scarf. <laughs> yeah, and like the pumpkin spice latte is, yeah. is all you're missing. Yeah, you definitely yep. have, you're definitely wearing it all. <laughs> <laughs> so you're down here doing, you also got to do some some, uh, some open mics while you were down here, right? You and Jackie yeah. Pro took a drive. Where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to... Um, Woodhams and the Swinging Door in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stopped by Lily Max, which is that's a great show to really? do. Yeah, um, a couple weeks ago, that's in Sunnyvale. I got to uh, Mean Dave had me on the show. It was a great room. Uh huh. Yeah, really great room. But yeah, got to do uh, those two, and actually got to see Mean Dave and Shannon Murphy at oh, wow. Lily Max. I loved uh, Shannon Murphy's uh, Halloween costume. I didn't see she, it. She was dressed up like one of the girls from uh, A League of Their Own. Oh, really? And it was spot on. It was like perfect. It it, it fit her perfect to a T. It yeah, was so she funny. She kind of has that Gina Davis look. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was. I don't know which which uh, which member of the team it was, but yep, it was it was a great it was it was a great costume. You've been you've been doing on your are you doing it only on Instagram? No, you're doing it in the in the stories, right? On your IG live and um and Facebook stories. You've been doing these porch talks. Yeah, front porch talks. What are what are what are front porch talks all about? How did they start? <laughs> How consistent are you with them? Oh, I I am trying to be more consistent because I'm doing them through TikTok now. Okay. Um, and I haven't quite figured out the the TikTok algorithm, but I know like you have to be like really consistent with getting on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I do them on TikTok and then upload them to Instagram and and Facebook. But it's like front porch talks are about anything, and I started them because one day. I had accidentally washed all of my bras and all of my bras were wet because you can't put them in the dryer. And I had to go to a meeting at my son's school with my bathing suit top. And so that's how Front Porch Talks began. And now it's just about anything. Like today I talked about uh, the fact that, that people get some people get really upset uh, about people putting up their Christmas trees and listening to Christmas music in November and mm. like have very strict like you don't do that until after Thanksgiving and I used to be one of those people until last year because last year sucked ass and um, we put up our Christmas tree um, like this week last year before Thanksgiving before Thanksgiving yeah oh, I don't know about all that and like it just brought so much joy like being able because one of my favorite things to do is like lay under my Christmas tree 
like before everyone wakes up in the morning. Like I'll get my coffee and I'll sit and, and look at my Christmas tree and then I'll just, you know, stick my head under the Christmas tree and lay on my back and just, just like smell the pine, smell the pine and look up at all the, all the Christmas lights. Uh-huh. And I just felt like I needed a couple of extra weeks to do that this last year. I want to say that I heard of a lot of people. That was a lot of people's reasoning last year for starting yeah. the to put the Christmas lights up early and starting the the Christmas music early. Yeah, I I think I I think that was that was quite uh, a lot of people were doing that. Yeah, I've always been a because I worked retail for so many years. <laughs> And so uh, Christmas music started the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm kind of still of that rule. Yeah. Um, I will say that, like, for creativity's sake, uh, I will listen to Christmas music on and off throughout the entire year. Really? Yeah. It, like, puts... Well, for me, it, like, puts me in a, like, very creative and very, like, calm, joyful, peaceful, like, state of mind. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I will do that on and off, like, throughout the year. And when you say creative, are you talking about writing for comedy? Or yeah. Is, or do you do other creative? Uh, writing for comedy. I love writing, period. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, just just writing in general or, um, yeah, probably those two things. Do you write, like, fiction or nonfiction or, like, poetry or, like... Um. I'm, I'm starting to get back into um, poetry. I actually just realized the other day that, like, the last poem I wrote was over 20 years ago. Really? Yeah. But, like, the language is still all there. Um, I've been told, like, the way that I talk is very poetic. And I'm like, whatever that means. Uh-huh. But, like, I, I can see it. And I would like to to write more poetry. So like the last poem you wrote 20 years ago, what emotion was it coming from? Was it like heartbreak? Was it love? It was, was grief. It, it was yeah, grief. It was grief. Yeah. Mm. Who were you grieving at that point? Um, my daughter. Your daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you lost, did you lose a daughter? I did. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. She wow. Was, uh, How old was she? She was stillborn. So oh. I was, I was full term pregnant, like mm-hmm. 38 and a half weeks and had to deliver her and wrote the wrote the poem in the hospital before I left and it's the last poem I ever wrote. Would this daughter have been older or younger than the daughters that you because you said right mm-hmm. now you have two daughters, right? Do I have? do. I have two daughters okay. and one son. She was in between my oldest and my middle daughter. So there was one daughter already mm-hmm. and then you would have had the this then the one mm-hmm. and then you have two more after that. Yeah. Okay. How old was the daughter that you had already? She was three and a half. Can she remember any of that stuff? Um, no, she really doesn't. Okay. But, uh, but she, uh, as she got a little bit older, uh, she would ask questions. So it's like my oldest daughter's name is Valencia, and the daughter I lost is Mackenzie. She would, she would always ask about Mackenzie. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, and how old was she when she started asking that? Like five, six? Um, as I, because uh, it was the the next, yeah, it was the next year that I got pregnant with Haley. Um, it like jogged her memory, and so the entire time really? she was like, "You're still pregnant?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the entire time I was pregnant with Haley, she was like, "But like." Uh, she's like, but what about, like, what about Mackenzie? Like, Mackenzie's gone. This is, like, this is a new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I always wondered what it, like, they would have just been, like, three toe-headed uh, hellions. That's, that's what Do you think would... you would have had the fourth child? I do. Oh, I, you do? I think okay. I would have. I, I can't imagine. I would tell them no, like, yeah. just to mess with them. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you're even here. No, I would have never had you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would that be your that so- oh that would be a, a girl that would be yeah. a could be really bad if it was like if the boy was the youngest and then you did that to him that would just, <laughs> oh, fuck him up <laughs> I never had you boy yeah I would have never had you though um, I can't imagine life without all three of them right that'd be weird what a trip I know I, yeah well why would you ever talk about that yeah <laughs> um I 
is that something you've closed the book on, like as far as that grief, or does it still does stuff still trigger it? Um, stuff does still trigger it. Uh huh. Um, like October is. What do they call oh, it? Oh, they call like, it, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the infant, the, uh, the unborn child awareness yeah. month or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like miscarriage, stillborn, infant loss awareness month. Uh-huh. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I get it for, for, you know, but like the whole month, like everyone's posting stuff and, yeah, and whatever. I, um, my ex husband didn't really, uh, like he frowned on me grieving her. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I would, um, like I would just like quietly grieve her. And after we divorced, like now every year I do something mm-hmm. to like celebrate her, you know, remember her, do, do something nice. Yeah. Um, or, you know, to help you know, someone, someone else out, like whether it's donating or, you know, whatever, like Mm -hmm. in her name. So now I feel like I, like in the last five, six years, like I've actually been able to deal with it in, um, you know, it doesn't, it still hurts. I guess I think maybe it's helping because it's like now you're getting a purpose from the grief. Like, yeah, it's not just grief and sorrow. It's like now you're, you're, you're giving some kind of service for sure because of this grief and that's that's kind of like helping you put a lid on it maybe oh for sure um you know it's like since then it it always feels like something is missing um but like not like not a bad like it's not a bad thing uh-huh. you know it's like i know i totally believe she's in in heaven i i believe i'll see her again yeah um but she's not here, and that's that's a that's a little sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you said it's been uh, eight months since your mom. Uh huh. How are you dealing with that? Because I don't know if you know, but I just lost my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, what advice do you have for me? Like you're uh, you're seven months further along than me, <laughs> and I will tell you that um, I I thought that I was prepared. Um, not just when my mom got sick, but just in general, because like maybe like five or six years ago when I realized that, you know, me and my mom were like best friends and I thought to myself, okay, you know, this isn't going to go on forever. Right. And like, I used to really, I used to really fear what if I died before my mom? Like I, Uh man, I can't do that to her, you know? Uh, but then she passed away and like now, even though like I felt like I was, I was prepared for it, it's... The thought of forever is really fucking with me right now. Yeah. You know? Um, it's not like, oh, she's in Mexico for a couple of weeks or, oh, she went out of town. You know, it's like. It's those moments like yeah. when you want to call your mom and it dawns on you. It, oh. it really it really gets me on Sundays. Oh. On Sundays because like, that's when like I'm like tying up all my loose ends and like getting ready for the week. And it felt, I always felt like when I, when I had control of everything that I could call my mom like and take a breath and just be like mom guess what like blah 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 you know yeah. you know um <clears throat> I wasn't I wasn't close with my mom uh we we were actually estranged so mm. actually when when I go through this with my dad like you can totally give me advice okay my dad and I are super close uh-huh like always have been um I will say it's really fucking weird to be on the planet without your parent. Yeah. Like there's like, even when you're not close with them, just the thought that they're there, like if you needed them, you know, that it, yeah. Being on the planet without my mom uh-huh. on the planet is weird. Yeah. Um, and it does, it does make me sad, but I, I grieved her, um, her not being in my life for a really long time before. Oh, she I get passed. it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and since we're talking about all this stuff, man, I just want to, and I know you, I'm pretty sure you know the guy too. I want to give a shout out to Dustin Wood right now because I know yeah, he's he going through it. He dad. just lost his dad. And like, Dustin, man, we love you, dude. Like, yeah, Dustin. Like, hang in there. But yeah, he, it's he, like a club you join that you, you don't do, want membership to. But. Dude, I've, I've told this story, but uh, Morgan Anderson, 
called me. My mom passed away on a Monday. And uh, I was in a text group with Morgan and a couple other friends. And, you know, they were they were kind of like holding my hand through the whole the whole ordeal. And uh, Morgan called me and like me and Morgan are buds, but we, we never call each other. Right. You know, and um, she called me on. She passed away on a Monday. Morgan called me on a Sunday and she's like, hey, I'm like, yeah, she's like, you good? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, OK, you know, blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And, you know, I love you and I'm here for you. And I'm like, OK, we talked for about 20, 30 minutes. And she's like. All right, man. Welcome to the Dead Moms Club. It sucks here. <laughs> it's totally true, yeah. though. And it it was exactly what I needed to hear at the at the right place and right time, you know. Yeah. Um, we're never we're never ready for it, you know. Mm-mm. But. No, I mean, I I really wasn't, and uh, like like grieving this has been really weird. In the fact that I think I've been stuck in anger for a really long time, mm. and um, but I have I, I I have a legit plan on uh, getting past that. So right on. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about something fun now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you watched Sing Street because I I recommend I did. because I recommended it to you. You did. I watched it that day. I, I recommend that movie to everybody. It is like my absolute feel-good movie. Yeah. What did you think of it? I loved it. I loved, um, I mean, I love the the boy meets girl story, like tries to get girl, like uh, she messes it up and but like course, all the- Of course she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Jesse has some unresolved issues. <laughs> I love when the brothers are, who's the girl? What? Who's the girl? It's always about a girl. Always. Always. Yeah. And all the best music is written about the girl. <sighs> Man. The music was... I, I, you know what I love about that movie? is like there, Well, there's so many things I love about that movie, but like... How they would like get turned on to one style of music, and then they would show them the next day at school, and they were all like dressed, <laughs> dressed different, up like like flock of seagulls and the yeah. and the, the and eyeliner. Like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And love that. Like he was such a sponge, and <clears> and that's what what I just love about like the the younger generation is like especially comics. Like you have. Like you're the, they're sponges right now, and they can just like take in all of this information and be so creative with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and watching him just like his brother would teach him this, and he'd be like, "Okay," and he'd take it to his friend, and they they like write a song. And the the fact that they were making videos and yes, <laughs> like. Oh, oh my God. I love that movie so much. What? The girl jumping in the ocean and not being able to swim, like just yeah. going for it. She's like, she's I'll never gonna... do it halfway. Yeah. yeah she never said, do it halfway. Never and, do it halfway. You know, it was going to make such a great shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. That's, I, uh, I don't know what just drew me to that movie when I went and saw it. Like I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, I think I was like the only one in the theater, like. When did it come out? I want to say like 2016. Okay. Yeah, it's been it's been out for a minute, and um, that that director has directed a couple of other movies that are kind of like based around music, um, but that that's definitely one of my favorite movies, and it's it's a it's one that that uh, I put on, and like um, I listen to the soundtrack so much, it, like Drive It Like You Stole It will come up in my uh, uh-huh. in my playlist all the time, and I'm just like, oh my god, I was just. Before I know it, I'm speeding and <laughs> and I'm doing all that crazy stuff. Yeah, it was such a great movie. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I was like, because I recommend it to everybody, and that you actually took the time to uh, to watch it. I did. I folded a, a, a ass ton of sheets that day for uh, the Airbnb, and so like I was doing stuff around the house, and whenever I get back around to the sheets, that's I was watching uh-huh. Sing Street. <laughs> What's the secret to folding a fitted sheet? Um, you just have to know how to do it. I just roll it up in a ball. Like, like once you know how to do it, 
it's it's I've actually thought about doing that on TikTok. Yes. Like, like I want to do I want to do uh like a series called Airbnb Assholes and Angels. Uh-huh. Uh because there are things that guests do like like you're such an asshole and there are things that they do and I'm like, "Oh my god, like you you just like made my day." Right. So, yeah, I like talk about it and I I can definitely show everyone. How I think to you should definitely do the 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 TikTok video of how to fold a how to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> and I think it would it will blow it'll go viral. I yeah. Think. <laughs> I think it will. There's a lot of them out there, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did not know that. There's so TikTok is so overwhelming. It it can be. Do you yeah. get sucked into it? Yes, and like before you know it, you're like it's been two hours and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. I try not to let that happen to me, but it, it definitely happens. It, de- it does definitely happen, man. What, uh, what do you, what do you got coming up? Uh, like, what do you, what are your goals like for the rest of the year? Ooh, it's, uh, it's towards the end of the year, huh? <laughs> yeah, um. I didn't realize that we must be doing okay then if you're not like, cause normally at this time of year, people are like, Oh, it's the end of the year, and I haven't, I haven't done this, and I haven't done that. You don't, um, you don't feel that pressure. No, I don't. Um, so around this time every year, I, or like the universe reveals a like a word that I that I need to like focus on for the upcoming year. Okay. Um, and it's usually something really difficult, like that I struggle with, or you know that I need to get better at. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now is just, like, trying to figure out what my word for 2022 is going to be. What have been some of the words in the past years? Um, uh, centeredness was one. Uh-huh. And, and just being able to be centered. I sucked at that. Um, uh, joy. Uh, joy was a really interesting one. Because what what I learned through that year is that joy comes from being thankful and that if you're really intentional and purposeful about practicing thankfulness, like it's not it's not like an attitude of, of gratitude. It's it's more of sitting down every day and and really uh, so like what I do every day is write at least five specific things that I'm thankful for. And it also kind of acts as a, a journal because yeah. you're like, Oh yeah. Like this day, this day I was thankful for being on Jesse's podcast. And like, we talked about all these amazing things. So do you do that in the morning or in the, in the, in the I do it in the morning. In, okay. Um, and, uh, uh, like I'm, do, I'm really doing it on purpose now because like I'm sober and my sponsor has me take a picture of it and send it to her. To make sure day. you're doing it? To make sure I'm doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, for like 30 days. So, yeah, it's it's really got me in the practice of like doing it every day. Um, but uh, what, what was another one? Uh, breakthrough. Breakthrough was uh, uh, a word a couple years ago. And like what I learned there is that like breakthrough just doesn't happen. That like you really have to set yourself up for a breakthrough to happen. Like do all the things you need to do. Like you, you got to be ready for it, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to. You have to work for it, right? Yeah. Um, Joey Diaz does the the five things in the morning. You ever listen to Joey Diaz? No, podcast? I haven't. Okay, I'm gonna have to now. Yeah, but he uh, he doesn't talk about it all the time, but he's mentioned it a few times. He also said like that this is a really good one too. That like. Uh, when you're feeling overwhelmed in the morning or like when you're feeling uh, anxious in the morning to in the morning, write down what it is that you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed about mm. and then reread it at the end of the night. And you'll realize that, oh, my God, like I was I was tripping over this, you <laughs> you're know, tripping balls over nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that happens, man, because like we worry about the things that like aren't in our control. Yeah. Or like I'll like I have to remind myself that sometimes I'm like I I can only control like right here, right now. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's it. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that I'm working on right now is accepting, um, that whether good or bad, like what, what is happening is meant to happen and, um, like not trying to force things, Mm -hmm. you know, like not, not chasing after stuff or manipulating, uh, situations and like if it's meant for me, it'll find me. 
Yeah. And that is really, really difficult for me. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So how many how many days sober are you? Or how many twenty two. Twenty two today. Today. Um, but it's been oh geez, like it's been a, a lifelong journey, but I've been actively working on it since July first. Okay. So I've um I've had two relapses. Uh-huh. Um, but they've been pretty short lived and like right back on the, the wagon. And when you say relapses, like how bad are they? Like you just got drunk one night oh, or like the first or one like you was, got drunk for a whole week. The first one was um just one night. Uh-huh. Uh the second one was like a five day um excursion. Wow. wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing when you do that? Is it, is it booze or is, is it is it beer, booze? Um, it it will it well the first time it it was straight tequila, which is weird because I'm not I'm not a, a hard liquor drinker. Like uh-huh. it's it's either it's either you know we'll go basic white girl again. It's either like white claws and Trulies or beer. Ooh. Like <laughs> like I really I really like beer. Uh huh. Um like got into the whole like craft beer and all that like yeah. no IPAs that's like drinking grass and Chico's a great beer scene it is it is like, yeah so many great um uh like taverns and and brew houses and yep yeah it is I um I don't I don't drink but I don't like to say that I quit drinking right because I don't know I just <laughs> With me, it, it really, it, like, like just the hangovers were lasting way too long. Way too long. Yeah, I was like, this sucks. That happens as you get older. <laughs> yeah, I like... was like, I can't, I can't give this the night before and all of the rest of the next day. Yes. And then um, when I started collecting records, I was like, wait, I'm spending way too much money on, on booze beer, and, yeah. yeah Cause a, a good six pack of craft beer is like ten bucks. Yes, it is. And or like a couple of beers at a bar is like twenty bucks. Yes. You know, so I was just like, and then I'm just like stuck with a hangover I don't like. I just realized the the other day I had a show on Saturday, and someone asked me if they could buy me a drink, and I'm like, you can get me a diet coke, and I went, oh, I'm a cheap date now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, a Diet Coke. I'm like, I'm always looking for silver linings. Like, that's one. Yeah, there you go, a Diet Coke. There you go. That's great. Um, Hey, you ready for five easy questions? Sure. Okay, so this is my this is becoming my favorite part of the podcast. Okay. Um, five questions. There's no right or wrong answers. Okay. It's just kind of, kind of just like... What whatever comes to your whatever comes to your brain. If you want to be funny with it, be funny with it. You okay. know, just um, just be ready for it. Um, for some reason, I I want to make sure I don't forget them. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the last two or three times I've done the podcast, I've been able to just do them uh, on the fly. But um, I don't know. I just want to be sure today. Okay, you ready? Yep. Amber, what are you afraid of? Uh, the the quick and easy answer is spiders. Really? Yeah, I hate spiders. Um, and they, they will scare me. And I think anyone that posts like any of those spider videos on social media um, should be smacked. Because I have legit thrown my phone before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but the, I, I guess the more serious answer is like being without my kids. Mm. Like, I, that scares me. You need that comfort of them? Or you just need to be there? Or what is it? I, I think just... I think because I've I've lost a, a kid before that oh. like like losing them just you know it yeah. scares me. Okay. Yeah. And going back to the spiders, if you see a spider, are you going to kill it or are you going to capture it and set it free outside? Oh, I'm killing it. Wow. <laughs> oh, you didn't even think about it. <laughs> no. There was a, there was no hesitation. You're... No, there was uh, there was one at the house that I was working at today, uh-huh. like in the broiler of all places. Oh, and it's and it's dead and now? Um, I am very uh, proud of myself that I didn't scream like a little girl, but I drowned that sucker. I it drowned in the sink. All right, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so poor sad. Spider. I know, poor spiders. <sighs> Amber, who or what inspires you? My kids inspire me. Um, 
all three of them in different ways. They're they're all very different. Um, but seeing them like make it in the world and uh, seeing what it is that they're making of themselves is very inspiring. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, okay, so this next one, it's um, this could be, uh, I think like when we hear this word, we immediately think like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, but it could be like a, a certain musician or it could be a series of books or it could be a podcast series. What are you binging right now? Like, what are you just soaking up? Oh, um, so like my favorite, I don't want to call her self-help because she really isn't a, a self-help person. Um, but she's like my favorite, like author, storyteller, um, uh, self-help person is Brene Brown. Uh-huh. Um, and she, she talks a lot about vulnerability and shame and, uh, overcoming those things and like showing up and being seen and just like being your authentic self. Uh, she talks a lot about empathy and, um, so she write writes books like she's done Ted talks. Uh, she has a couple of podcasts so I, I listen to her and read her stuff all the time. Um, Netflix-wise, I'm re-watching The Gilmore Girls because it's just comfort. It's kind of like comfort food uh, for entertainment. Yeah. So it's almost like background noise, but it just like makes me feel comfortable. So When I want to take it back, I'll, I'll just watch a few episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. Like Seinfeld, The Office, Friends, like yeah. for me, it's the same You can't thing. go wrong. Yeah, Big Bang Theory for some reason. Like, it's just comfortable. Like, does, my brain doesn't have to work as hard. Does Friends hold up for you? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, like, the the more that I've watched it in, in like, later years, I'm like, oh, this is kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, that's the label they're getting. Um, okay. Um, what have you been trying to get to? Oh, what have I been trying to get to? Um, there's a podcast that I want to start, but it has like a lot of moving pieces. So, um, getting that, uh, underway would be, would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I think like my advice with podcasts is like, try to keep it real simple at first. And then let it grow. Yeah. And let it grow organically. Like, oh, I didn't realize that this is interesting. Maybe I'll do this or I'll do that. Yeah. I don't know. Mine has changed a lot over the last couple of years, I think. Has it been a couple of years? Yeah. I was going to say, how long have you been, like, doing this? Um, I think this is episode, like, 116, 117. Wow. Um, yeah, I so started more it, than a minute. Yeah. I think it's, it's, going about, it's going about two years. But I've stopped... A couple times. Well, I stopped at the beginning of the pandemic um, for probably about seven weeks, and then um, and then here and there I've taken a couple of, of two or three week breaks. But right now it seems like I'm going I'm going full steam ahead with it, and so I'm really I'm really happy with it. I've actually listened to several of them. Oh, really? So several really, of them? Yeah, I wow. really enjoy. Like which one? Uh, Nicole Annette. I love uh, Nicole. I'm so sad she moved away. Yeah. Shout out Nicole Annette. Yeah. Sarah Dutcher and Josh Means. Okay. Yeah. 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 I love all those people. Sarah Dutcher's so funny. Yes. Her uh, Instagram stories are just entertaining. Just... Uh, they are. It's so entertaining. I'll just watch. I'm like, <laughs> why am I watching this? <laughs> you kind of get stuck. It's like TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look, there's your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just love cats, so... Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to, um, comedy-wise, just doing more shows mm-hmm. and getting more time. Yeah. Like, being able to uh, develop uh, longer sets uh-huh. and, and um, actually do them on stage. Yeah. Uh, Personal wise, I'm I'm looking forward to being sober longer, and uh, the holidays are coming up, so I'm really looking forward to Christmas with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this gonna be your first sober holiday, or? 
yeah, for uh, for uh, a long time. Yeah, several years. It'll be my, my first sober holiday. It's going to be hard because, like, some places it's really hard to not be around booze during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And then other places, like, when I go home to Bakersfield, that's, booze isn't really prevalent in, like, with, like, at my sister's or my brother's yeah. house. Uh, sometimes it is, but it's never that, like, that that's the main thing going on. Yeah, it's it's nice at home now because, like, my my middle daughter, Haley, just turned 21 this last year. So she'll be turning 22, um, and she moved out. So, like, there's not alcohol in the house. Yeah. And my dad doesn't drink, and um, my son's 18. So, so it's we, easy to keep a booze for It makes sense to not have. Yeah, to, yeah. Not, to not have it in the house. Yeah. And, like, doing bar shows does, for the most part, doesn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. There's some nights, like, when my anxiety is really high for, like, no good reason that um, it's a little more difficult. But I look at it like work. Like, now, like, now that I'm not drinking, I'm like, okay, like, this, this is a job and I don't drink at work. So. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't really bother me that much. What do you do when you get anxiety? Um, like, do, do you have a way to calm yourself down or like, yeah. for example, I do breathing exercises, breathing exercises, grounding, like five things you can see four things oh. you can hear. Um, you know, what are the other senses? Like, what is it that I smell? Um, another tip is like, I, I always have something to drink, like, and I really like diet Coke. Mm -hmm. Um, so like asking myself questions, like, what does this feel like? Oh, it's cold. Like there's condensation. Um, you know, the ice is slick or, uh, I really like, you know, the carbonation or, you know, it focuses the bubbles me, from the carbonation. Yeah. Okay. Like it focuses me on something sensory. So I'm not like spinning out about like whatever it is that I'm thinking about. Where'd you learn those tricks? Um, a lot of reading, okay. like psychology fascinates me. So, uh -huh. um, you know, I'm always researching something on, on, you know, the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're good for. Yes. All right. Did we cover everything you wanted to talk about? Yes. Yes. How's, how's the coffee? It's so good. You make a mean cup of coffee. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost out. All right. Well, there's more coffee. Well, Amber, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, um, uh, I look forward to just working with you in the future and doing yes. more stuff together. Thank you for this. All right. What an honor. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.